You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Billabong Retreat is an award-winning eco-retreat located in the leafy locale, just a short 45-minute drive from Sydney Harbour Bridge. This all-inclusive retreat offers daily yoga, meditation, mindfulness workshops, accommodation and all meals which are made with whole foods. In this podcast episode, Paul von Bergen, founder of Billabong Retreats, joins us. He talks us through the journey behind starting the retreat, the retreat offerings, and the importance of meditation and mindfulness. Hi, Paul. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? Thanks, Alison. Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. Enjoying being alive. Excellent. You were just saying you had a beautiful start to the day. What do you do in the mornings when you first get up? Yes, well, I have a bit of a routine in the mornings. I get up at about half past five and do my meditation for about 20 minutes. And then I do my yoga practice for about half an hour. And then if I can, I go for, well, if I know, and then I go for a walk um, in various places. And sometimes I try and combine that with a a sunrise meditation as well. And um, yeah, that normally takes me to about half past eight. Wow, my gosh. And you do that all from home, do you? No, I do the meditation and yoga at home. And then I go normally for a short drive, about five or 10 minutes to somewhere to go and do my walk. Um, I I like to do a bit of a hill climb um, in the mornings to get my kind of heart rate up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, not, Not a huge amount, just it's about a 10 minute hill climb and which is just about the right amount of cardiovascular exercise that I find I need. And um, I really enjoy doing it every day, though. So I'm pretty, pretty firm with try. That's my intention. Every day is my intention to do meditation, yoga, walk. That's the perfect combination. How did you get into yoga? I got into yoga through fluke and through a business failure, actually, I had a retail business, which I lost all my money on, and I was down to no money. And so I ran away to Koh Samui, a small Thai island, which was about the only place I could afford to live. (laughs) And by pure coincidence, I rented a place which was 100 metres down the beach from a health resort called Spa Samui. And I used to wander down there every day to see what was going on. And through the process of osmosis, eventually um, I I got into the yoga classes that they were running there. And, mm. and eventually this kind of whole notion of health, wellness, yoga, meditation got drummed into my thick skull. <laughs> how did you live? How long did you live in Koh Samui for? I was there for just over a year. Wow. That would have just yeah. been an incredible experience. It it was really amazing because you know what? I I had a pretty thick skull and I was pretty um, ignorant when it came to health and wellness. I was living a very unhealthy life. I didn't watch anything what I ate. I consumed way too much alcohol, still smoking 20 ciggies a day, 
you know, doing all the wrong kinds of drugs. Um, so yeah, I, I wasn't in a, in a great place mentally, physically, or spiritually. And, um, that, that year I spent there really opened my mind up to these beautiful people from all over the world and different perspectives about what health and wellness is and how can, we can incorporate it into our daily lives. Yeah. So did you then create a community where you met people through yoga? So um, there was a, a community obviously in, in, in Costa Maria around the health retreat and then I came back to Australia and I pursued my yoga teacher training um, career back in 2007 with the most incredible yoga teacher, a guy called Michael Domanicor. And I did a, a two-year advanced um, yoga program with, with him. And, um, and, and then I met my beautiful wife, Tori, um, at the same time. And then together, we decided to um, investigate this idea of building a yoga retreat. Yes. Okay, so now let's talk about Billabong Retreat. Yes. Okay. Yep. So, tell so me. yeah, so we, we talked about this idea of building a retreat, but it seemed too hard, mm. you know, too hard basket, too difficult, too risky. What if no one came? And, and I was doing some corporate consultancy at the time, and it just seemed super easy. And so we kind of parked the idea, and then my mum died um at 57 uh, through alcoholism and we actually made the decision we were just buying a house in the northern beaches we pulled out of that purchase and said no let's pause and I went and buried my mum and I came back and I'm like Tours we've got to follow our dreams life is short this is what we want to do let's make it happen and at that point, that's what we did. We started looking for property and we found this incredible 12 acres out in a place called Moralia, which is in northwest Sydney. And we just, uh, Tours gave birth to our beautiful two twin boys and we moved on site. And that's kind of when it all began. Wow, my gosh. Now, I visited um, Billabong Retreat a couple of weeks ago, and, in fact, I've been there like several years ago, and it is the most beautiful escape, close escape from Sydney, which I think is part of the charm is that you can actually just get away for a quick weekend away. Yes, and that's actually was a, from a completely selfish point of view originally, is that we'd just come from living in Bondi for like yes. over seven years. We were kind of quite addicted to the city life. We loved it. And we wanted to have a bit of a tree change. Obviously, we, we couldn't afford 12 acres in Bondi. Mm. Um, but we didn't want to go too far from the city. We wanted to stay quite close. And we couldn't believe we'd found this property, which feels like a million miles away from the city. It does. But it's, yeah. it's 45 minutes from the Harbour Bridge. Um, so that was that was a really big part for us. And then all we had to work out how to do was build it, you know, and finance it. Yes, of course, of course. So finance it and get approval for it. Oh yeah, and there's always just so many things. But so, who do you find mostly comes to the retreats? Do people generally come just for a few days, or do they spend longer? Or what's the average stay like? Yes, the average stay is about mm, two to three days is the average stay. Sometimes people come for one night. Sometimes people come for five nights, seven nights, even 14 nights. But two yes. to three nights is a really good amount of time. And we really encourage people to come for at least two nights, mm. because when you come for two nights, you get one day yeah. where you're not arriving or departing. You get one day where you don't have to do anything. You don't have to 
think about anything. You're not thinking about where you've just come from and you're not worrying about where you're just about to go to. <laughs> and you, so you have to stay two nights to get one day, one full day. Um, so we, we definitely encourage that. And because it takes, you know, it can take 24 hours of nurturing and tranquility for people to like, ah, oh, you Same. know, just slow down, calm their vagal nerve, you know, let go of all of the pressures that we're under in the modern day life, mm. all of the things that we put ourselves through. And, and of course, that's what we're there for. We're there to nurture people and care for people and, and, and create that reconnection for people mm. to them, to the nature around them, to the nature within them and to the nature within all the other beautiful people around in that kind of healing wellness yeah. community that we create. It's so true because the, on, on the deck, as you know, you know, there's that central section around the pot belly fire, which is where everyone gathers. Yes. Go by yourself. I mean, I was there by myself, and that's how I personally like to do retreats is just to go by myself. Yes. Because then I'm not talking the whole time and I actually can become grounded. Mm. But a lot of people do go there with, with friends. But it's a beautiful area to get speaking to all the other people as well it's so it's so so well created and set out oh thank you well absolutely and it's really interesting what you say because I actually encourage people to go on their own I think it's the best way to go because you can focus on you and your needs because how much time in the rest of the world are we not focusing on ourselves and our own needs and you're not worried about your friend or your partner about what they want to do or who they want to talk to there's plenty of opportunity for quiet solitary time but there's also plenty of opportunity to connect with other beautiful human beings and share stories and share wisdom and share ideas and really what the essence is which I'm only really starting to understand is that we've created this environment where people can relax and we send out an energetic signal when we relax that everything's okay it's it's, it's called move, moving into the ventral vagal and um, it's it's how mammals operate actually that we send energetic signals to each other that there's no threat and when we receive those energetic signals from the group from the community from the people of billabong ah then we can truly relax mm-hmm. So it's that kind of group healing environment that we're trying to curate. But you don't even have to speak to other people in the group to get that energetic vibe, if you like. True. It's so true. And the yoga classes are so beautiful. The the teachers that you have there are incredible. Yes. Look, you know, what we try and do at the retreat and what I try and do is encourage teachers to teach from their own experience. Because as a teacher myself, I know the only thing I can truly share is my own learnings, my own mistakes, my own screw ups, my my own understanding of how I've dealt with those, how I've healed my trauma, how I've noticed my shadow. I've noticed my little personality glitches. I've noticed my addictive behaviors and how I've dealt with those. That's all I can offer is my integrity and, and, and my truth. And I really try and encourage the yoga teachers to teach from that place of their experience because that's what makes it authentic yeah and that's what we're about so true yeah oh my gosh so over the years have you what have you done to improve the retreat because you've done some renovations since I was there last 
Yeah, so we've, we've had a few iterations since we first opened in January 2011, so 12 years ago now, however. And um, the most recent one um, over the last couple of years is we've improved what we call the south side of the retreat. And we've built these three amazing King Deluxe cabins, which are the best cabins we've built. And funnily enough, the the, the, the Deluxe ones are always the ones that sell out first. Everyone wants the deluxe experience, which is fine. Um, you know, we offer budget experience as well because we've always been about offering something for everyone, regardless of their means, regardless of their financial situation. And that's been really important. I never wanted it just to be a place for rich people. Yes. It's got to be a place that everyone, you, you can come for an all inclusive retreat from as low as like, I think 270 bucks or something for a one night all inclusive in a twin share room. You know, so, yeah, so we've done some improvements. We have added the King Deluxe cabins. We've refurbished all of our um, budget rooms, actually. So they've had a complete makeover and new bathrooms. We've built this awesome pavilion on the water. This this yoga deck, which I've wanted to. I've had DA for it for years, but I've never actually worked out how to build on the water. It was a bit of an engineering challenge. And a couple of years ago, I, I cracked it. And so we we built that. And um, what else have we built? And we've also enclosed our beautiful pavilion by the water. And that's going to become a workshop space for more specialist uh, workshops, which we're launching in October. Right. I saw that and I was wondering what went on there. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so it's newly newly completed, so it can operate all year round. So it's got heating, it's got a floor, it's got a kitchenette, mm-hmm. and um, what we've always what I've always wanted to do is start running dual programs. So we've got our main programs, which are running at the main retreat, which cover a whole variety of topics like self care, living mindfully, stress relief. You know, they're quite general wellness programs. And on the south side in the in in the in the pavilion and by the water, we're going to run more specialist programs like um, sound healing or women's circles or programs for um, women with menopause or cancer healing programs or more advanced mindfulness programs or silent programs, but programs which go a bit deeper and also target really specific needs in our customers lives and and that's of course what we're about is trying to understand what's going on in our customers lives and and how can we be of service how can we help those people in a really practical way that what they learn at billabong they can take back into their lives it's it's not just about being chilled when you're at billabong that's kind of quite easy it's about having some practical techniques and tools to take back and integrate in the place yeah. where you spend the other 360 you know or 300 whatever days exactly. of the year yes yeah. so, so with these new offerings do you have corporate programs yes we do have corporate programs it's something we've been um dabbling in for a few years now but we've never really advertised it mm. but we understand there's a, a real need within the corporate or organizational environment for staff to come together and work out what wellness means in the workplace, what wellness means in the workplace in terms of the relationships between the staff members, between how people talk to each other, how people can sometimes bring their stuff to work (laughs) and how that can affect other people, 
how we can be compassionate to our colleagues based on what might be going on in their personal lives, how we can demonstrate emotional intelligence. So not only do we understand how our own emotions affect how we behave, how we speak, how we show up, but we start to really understand how that can affect other people. And so we can be much more understanding when someone's having a bad day, mm. you know, and, and rather have a go at them because they haven't delivered the report or the file or they haven't been attentive in the meeting. Mm. We're slightly more understanding about that. So it's, it's a really big part of, of, of what we do. And, and particularly we run corporates on a day retreat program because obviously you know sending the whole team away for three days and closing down the office isn't always a possibility so given our proximity proximity to sydney we we welcome corporate groups of up to 25 people actually and we put a whole bespoke program together for them depending on their team their need their requirements and you know what their staff's staff needs are The, the, the thing about this you see if you look after your staff staff will look after you and look this is even more important now where the teams are quite fractured and some are working from home and some are in the office and then there's resentment because there's people not coming in so this kind of scenario for bringing everyone together and reconnecting them as a team as well as you know reconnecting to themselves is so important and beneficial yeah, that, that's right. There's, there's something very special about being together in person. And, and what it is, it's it's the energetics that you don't yes. get on, online. We, we, we feel each other. We see each other's expressions more clearly. We can have more nuanced conversation. It's OK to have pauses in the conversation when you're in person. You can just have a little gaze over the billabong. It's not quite so easy to do that when you're on a Zoom call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a very different energetic dynamic and and people can just just soften a little bit Mm. let go a little bit maybe open up a little bit about what their needs are um in the workplace and the employer and the managers can really listen to you know what's going on in those people's lives how can they serve them better and if they can serve them better in the workplace what they will get is more dedicated employees more hard-working employees and more productive employees um, employees which have more resilience to stress and tension and you know like all businesses we have our challenges mm-hmm. you know we have our challenging customers <clears throat> you know really challenging customers sometimes and, and our beautiful staff have to deal with those without getting triggered themselves mm-hmm. and and and, so, and that's part of what we try and offer to our staff yeah. is we, we give them the tools yeah. um, to cope with pressure to yes. cope with emotional fluctuations, to cope with things that just happen unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so they can show up with calmness and clarity where their frontal cerebral cortex is fully activated, which is, of course, our executive control center. And they're not coming to, from a place of their more primitive fear-based survival instincts, which isn't the place from which we make our best decisions. Yeah. Now, one thing we haven't covered off, which is a very important aspect of the retreat, is the incredible food. How amazing is it? <laughs> yeah, look, I'm we're, we're, I'm so blessed that that's my place of work and that's what I get to eat whenever I go there. Um, look, Hippocrates was onto this 300 years BC, you know, he said all disease starts in the gut, that food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. So 
you know, if we want to think clearly, if we want to act clearly, we, we have to power and nourish our body with the right ingredients mm -hmm. and filling our body with toxic pesticides, growth hormones, glyphosate, all of these highly refined oils, the seed oils, the, the highly refined vegetable oils, the highly refined packet foods with all the numbers in it, that is not going to serve us well. So what's really important at Billabong is what goes into our foods? What is the quality of our ingredients? Do we know everything that goes in our food? So we buy real food like tomatoes or potatoes or <laughs> lettuce, you know, or, or nuts, things that we, we know what's in them. There's no numbers. There's no additives. There's no anything. We buy organic foods so and we create all of our nourishing meals from a place of knowledge of where the food comes from and the ingredients, and of course, from a place of, of love and nurturing as well. Um, yeah, and it costs us like whatever it costs us, you know, probably twice as much as if we bought the cheapest rubbish that's on the market. Yes. And it would probably look the same visually, but it definitely wouldn't taste the same. Mm -hmm. And it definitely wouldn't nourish your gut and your gut biome and all of the stuff we now know about the gut biome and the link between the gut, the gut brain access and how the gut biome affects our moods and our emotions and our anxiety and all of that. You can't work on mental health until you work on gut health. Yes, so true. And, so true. So it's 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 so pivotal for us. I mean, we work, you know, with 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 whole foods. We work on the principles of slow, which is seasonal, local, organic whole foods and look we do serve um vegetarian food not actually because we're promoting vegetarianism I'm, I'm actually personally not a vegetarian but we do believe in general people need to eat more vegetables yeah. vegetables are good you know yeah. they're they're great products and so we try to show people a bit of an alternative that look we're not saying eat vegetarian all the time but just incorporate some beautiful vegetables into your meals make it a significant part rather than just a meat and then there's something on the side you know so yeah, yeah. we do rainbow of course we're trying to eat the, all the colors of the rainbow and, um, and and make sure there's plenty we don't want anyone going hungry just about to say there is the ability to go and have seconds if you want which is great because some retreats really restrict food intake and it can become a real focus of while you're there about how hungry yeah. you are or how much food you're not having. But this is at, at Billabong, it's just perfect. And as yes. you said, it's, it's eat the rainbow. There's colours of everything. Yeah. Look, we, we're not, we, we don't promote ourselves as a fasting retreat. Look, personally, I'm a faster. Like I, I eat my dinner at seven o'clock at night mm -hmm. and then I don't eat again until two o'clock. I haven't eaten today and it's quarter mm -hmm. past one. So wow. I'll eat in, in half an hour. And that's what I do every day. I only have about a five hour window of when I eat. And mm -hmm. I've been doing this for about three months now. And I am the healthiest, fittest, yes. clearest, most energized I've ever been in my 52 years of, of life. Mm. Um, so I, I definitely recommend not eating so bloody much food. Yeah, but the retreat, you know, the retreat is, is different. People put a lot of trust in us because there's no menu. There's no cafe, <laughs> you know, so we want we don't want people to go into fear or shock that, oh, my God, I'm going to starve. 
Um, and and so we yeah we make sure there's there's plenty yeah. of food. No one's going to starve. No one's going to starve. No one's going to starve. Where, where can everyone find you? I think if you give the URL and then they can go on your website and find all the details. Yes, absolutely. Well, they can go to our website, which is www.billabongretreat, which is spelled B-I-L-L-A-B-O-N-G-R-E-T-R-E-A-T.com.au. Billabongretreat.com.au. Perfect. And only a short 45-minute drive from Sydney. Would you say Sydney Harbour Bridge? Is it 45 minutes from all It's 45 minutes from the Harbour Bridge. Yeah, it's okay. a bit longer if you're coming from Bondi yeah. or you know, east of the suburbs or something. But yeah, from the Harbour Bridge, that's definite and I definitely know that because I've yes. timed it a million times. Excellent. Paul, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much, Alison.